Hey, we have a great announcement coming up in uh, just a second. Some breaking news. We'll do that in, uh, in just a moment. First, let me tell you about American financing. You've heard me talk about this for a long time. And um, if you're like me, you think every day, oh, I got to do that. I got to do that. And then you get sidetracked. Please take 10 minutes right now. If you've been thinking, I got to do that. Take 10 minutes right now and call 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net, AmericanFinancing.net. You can consolidate your loan. Uh, those high-interest credit cards are going to kill you in the end. They will. Um, you've got to pay those things off, and at the current interest rate that you're probably paying, that's going to be almost darn near impossible. If you have a mortgage, roll it into that mortgage uh, without resetting your, your term. Uh, and you can get a lower interest rate, even if you even if you have a three percent interest rate. Excuse me, three percent interest rate today, and you can't get a lower mortgage interest rate. Roll this in uh, your credit cards into the um, the mortgage, and you'll get a three percent interest rate on your credit cards, which will save you hundreds of dollars, if not thousands of dollars, every single month, and you'll be able to um, pay those things off. You gotta set your house in order. Go to AmericanFinancing.net. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Today, we have some great news for you. A couple of announcements that we're thrilled to share with you. That's coming up in uh, just about 60 seconds. And then we turn to Fauci. What did he know? When did he know it? Is he a hero or a villain? The details on everything Fauci in 60. The Glenn Beck Program. So Deborah Ann lives in Massachusetts. She writes in about her experience taking Relief Factor. She said, I just started taking Relief Factor four days ago. I heard about it on your show for so long. I decided I would give it a try. Four days ago, I started taking it. My hip pain is completely gone. Uh, used to be I had horrible, horrible times sleeping every night because of that pain. But I don't. In the last four days, I don't. I absolutely love how I am feeling. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Deborah Ann, thank you for listening. Thanks for writing in. Four days and you're already pain-free? That's incredible. I don't think that's usual. Um, but I am so glad that it has helped you get your life back. It will work usually within three, uh, three weeks. If you take it as directed, I take it morning, uh, lunch, and dinner, if you take it as directed, 70% of the people who try it notice, uh, usually, like in my case, on Deborah Ann's case, dramatic difference in your pain. I don't know how the stuff works. I don't really care. It uh, is good for you, healthy, and reduces inflammation. All the stuff I never thought would work. Three-week quick start is only nineteen ninety-five. Take it for three weeks. If it works, order some more. If it doesn't, 
Stop taking it. 70% of the people order more. You could be part of that 70%. Relieffactor.com, 800-583-84, 800-583-84. It's relieffactor.com. Oh, today is the day. I am so happy to be able to uh, make this announcement. I've been waiting for this announcement to happen. Uh, anybody who listens to this program or, or watches The Blaze, you might have picked up on this direction. Uh, but today, The Blaze is thrilled to announce the addition of a new program on The Blaze and a new voice and a new writer. Jason Whitlock is now joining uh, Blaze TV. He'll be on with us in about an hour. I just wanted to give you, there's a story written by him on The Blaze. It's the front page, big story, first, first story uh, on theblaze.com. Uh, I urge you to read it. I want you to listen to what he said. Fear is the enemy of truth, freedom, and the American dream. I signed a contract to partner with Blaze Media on a digital media project dedicated to pushing back against the corporate-supported systematic effort to undermine America through racial division and fear. I joined Blaze Media because I wanted to partner with people who wouldn't look at me funny when I referred to Jesus as part of my journalistic worldview and platform. I joined Blaze Media because Glenn Beck smiled when I said Jesus is the only solution for what ails America. Because Steve Dace wears his faith publicly, and so does Phil Robertson and Ali Beth Stuckey and others. I want you to know I'm not a sports journalist turned preacher. I'm not a finger-wagging hypocrite looking down on people who don't share my belief. I'm a sinner. I'm the same guy. This is amazing. I'm the same guy who wrote hilarious pussy galore columns for Fox Sports. I'm the same guy who used to waste his time and money drinking and carousing inside the Spearmint Rhino in Las Vegas, Tootsie's in Miami, Diamond Joe's in Kansas City, and Magic City in Atlanta. We should talk about those sins, shouldn't we, when he's on next hour, Stu? I'm someone who knows that in order for me to make better decisions in all aspects of my life, I need Jesus. Um, as someone who recognizes that any success I've achieved in a 30-year career is a byproduct of the values of my grandmother, a Chinese church in Indianapolis, my parents, my siblings, and all those things instilled in me as a young boy. You're going to love Jason Whitlock. Uh, he, is, um, he is starting a new program uh, and we'll have all of the details, uh, details with him coming up in about an hour from now. Also, another announcement uh, that I'm very excited about. Conversations with the 45th president. It is the American History Tour. And it is going to be hosted by Bill O'Reilly. And Bill O'Reilly will be joined on stage by president trump it's dubbed the uh, history tour president trump will provide a never before heard inside view of his administration which will be historical in and of itself the tour will con- include four dates kicks off in sunrise florida december 11th and 12th other events slated for two texas cities houston and dallas on december 18th and 19th These will be wonderful but hard-hitting sessions where we will talk about the real problems happening in the u.s Uh, that those uh, fake news media seems to never mention. I'll be focusing on the greatness of our country, something seldom discussed in political dialogue. If we don't make our country great again, we will soon no longer have a country. 
That's from President Trump, and he's going to be working with Bill O'Reilly. And this should be very, very fun. I'm excited to talk to him about that and so much more on Friday. Now, why is the why is the tour with uh, President Trump and Bill O'Reilly important? Some will mock it and they'll say that Bill O'Reilly, he's not a journalist. Yes, he is. Uh, Bill O'Reilly, he's just a right wing hack. No, he's no, he's not. No, he's not. Uh, You can say a lot of things about Bill O'Reilly and I have. uh, But a right wing hack is not one of them. Bill O'Reilly, many times, uh, has, as you know, if you ever watched us or listened to us, many times he disagrees. I may be a right-wing hack, but he's not. Um, And uh, for someone to actually set the record straight as a journalist uh, with Bill O'Reilly, even though it's only in a theater, is important because no one else will. Did you see what happened yesterday, uh, Stu? When uh, Twitter went crazy with people saying Donald Trump is so out of control, he was wearing his pants on backwards at his at his latest uh, rally. No, I missed. What? I missed pants on backwards gate. Oh, did you really? I did. Did you honestly? Yeah. It was everywhere yesterday. The left was claiming that Donald Trump was where he was so out of control that he was wearing his pants on backwards. He's a private citizen now. He can wear his pants on backward if he wants to, but I assume he was he not. He wasn't wearing right. his. Okay. He was not wearing his pants backward, but this is how crazy it has gotten. You can have Joe Biden out there going, well, COVID in the last hundred years, it killed a billion people. And they don't say a thing. Donald Trump comes out and they're like, uh, let's say he was wearing his pants on backwards. And people believe it. People believe it is so crazy. So crazy. Um, What's happening with Fauci? I know you've been gone for a couple of days. Where are you standing on Fauci? Because I bet it's not the same place I'm at. Uh, I mean, I just don't care. I don't know why we're so obsessed with the guy. I'm I'm bored with Fauci, frankly. Um, But I, you know, he's a guy that doesn't have any power of his own on his own. Uh, So he's just he's he his power comes from the media largely. Uh, Now, of course, Biden has empowered him uh, maybe, you know, to make I mean, he can't make policy. Right. He can't. He's not in a position to make policy. So the fact that he comes out and makes dumb recommendations on MSNBC every three days is not all that interesting to me. But I do understand why it's important to understand because of his general media influence and the positions he's been given by the last couple of administrations in that sense. It is important to understand where his head was at the time. I think I think it goes deeper than that. Are you familiar with uh, Christian Anderson? Yes. Uh, and what's happened with this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, the scientists. So, so let me give a rundown of, of this. He is a virologist. His name is Christian Anderson. He wrote to Dr. Fauci responding to an article t- titled Mining Coronavirus Genomes for Clues to the Outbreak's Origins. Fauci told Anderson, quote, it's uh, of interest to the current discussion. Anderson replied, some features do look engineered. I should mention that after discussion earlier today, Eddie, Bob, Mike, and myself all find the genome inconsistent with expectations from evolutionary theory. So in other words, what he's saying here, and he was a big guy 
on it came from the lab at the beginning christian anderson big mm-hmm. guy on came from the lab came from the lab it had to mm-hmm. because of evolutionary theory which means it started someplace it got into bats then bats some passed it to another animal and then another animal passed it to humans and it changes every time to make it easier well this one went from supposedly bats to humans rare not not impossible but rare but then they started looking at it and they started seeing markers that were not evolutionary they were they were spliced in, it appeared, yeah. that it was spliced in. In all of the most convenient places, if it was going to be engineered through like a gain-of-function research type of situation. Correct, mm-hmm. correct. So he said COVID-19 appears to be manipulated in a lab. That's when Fauci says, hey, we need to talk soon. I'll call you. The next day, Fauci sent an urgent email to his deputy Uh, With the subject line, important. And he wrote, Hugh, it's essential that we speak this morning. Keep your cell phone on. Read this paper as well as the email I will forward. You have tasks today that must be done. We don't know what those tasks were. Maybe it was just, hey, I need some more soap. The document attached was the SARS gain of function PDF. So right after one of Fauci's trusted scientific advisors suggests COVID-19 could be man-made, While Fauci and associates dismiss the possibility as a conspiracy theory, he shot a research paper concerning the gain of function research, which Fauci was funding at the Wuhan Institute of Virology to his deputy. Eight weeks later, Anderson reverses course. He writes a paper calling into doubt whether COVID-19 was engineered. He didn't rule it out. But he, he made the apparent consensus earlier muddy. Now, it's interesting because just a couple of months later, Anderson would receive the first installment of a five-year grant of nearly $2 million per year. The guy who had been receiving the NAI funding in the past, Peter Daszak, uh, he was funding the Wuhab lab. He also received $1.5 million. Dazek is, has been regular, rigorous, rigorously trying to claim that the lab leak possibility is nothing more than a conspiracy theory. In fact, he actually emailed Dr. Fauci to thank him for helping shooting all that down. And the, the, I'm sure the funds that he was directing to the Wuhab, uh, Wuhan lab had nothing to do with gain of function. Oh, yes, it did. Christian Anderson has also come out publicly on Twitter attempting to put doubt in the lab leak theory. Remember, the theory that was the consensus among him and his peers back in January 20th. He's been on a Twitter crusade using the platform to sow lab leak doubt. Here's where it gets even more interesting. Over the weekend, Anderson's tweets before March 7th of this year began to disappear. Over 5,000 of his tweets are gone. Then when people started saying, hey, he's erasing his history, something else disappeared. His entire blue check Twitter account. Now, smoking gun. Mm, You got a lot of things that look bad, but is it a smoking gun? I don't know. I do know that uh, Barack Obama outlawed the uh, gain of function. He said no money is to go to that. Uh, 
Fauci made sure money after Trump was elected, money went to the gain of function, but is denied that any of that money went to gain of function. He said, I gave it to these people and what they did with it. I, I'm not really sure. I mean, I wasn't saying bull crap. He was for gain of function. He has been for gain of function research and, and he, he is for other labs doing it. He was for the Wuhan lab doing it. By the way, your dentist has about the same kind of security uh, as the bioweapons level two lab had in Wuhan. Yeah. I, I, so I'll, I I'll just that don't you, believe that. Now it's a game. Who's going to talk first? <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Uh, so Fauci uh, in 2000, I think it was 2012, uh, had a uh, an opinion paper where he basically outlined that he was he understood the huge risks of this. Our own uh, Tyler Carden here at the Blaze, who's a great follow on Twitter as well, uh, hit this long before it was being reported in the conservative media. Um, and I it, he put the study out there, and that study showed that you know Fauci was even knew he was aware of the of the dangers of this and was and was worried about it and still uh, wound up directing funds to an organization that was directing funds to uh gain of function research in wuhan uh it is a i mean look there's a lot to question here i think and we you're as you point out there's not like a smoking gun but there is uh, you know like you want to know what is the reason for the switch in opinion it could be right that the scientists had an opinion early on Uh and had the and saw expanded information and believes that they their initial opinion was wrong i mean that does happen and, uh, but it right. also and it's a just you wonder why it's also just a coincidence that he got uh, five years of funding in his first installment of two million dollars, you know, just a couple of months after, uh, you know, being on record over and over and over again, uh, saying that that's not true. It also could be that Dr. Fauci had no idea that Eco Health Alliance uh, had funneled $600,000 to the Wuhan Institute of Virology to study coronavirus, uh, coronaviruses in bats, something that, something that Fauci wanted desperately to happen, which, which is weird because it was his group that gave EcoHealth Alliance the $600,000 to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. I mean, I just, I, I think the guy, is uh, if we lived in a world where justice actually happened, I think this guy might end up in jail um, because I think he has lied to the American people over and over again. And I think there was something there was a big cover up uh, on this. That's my opinion. Uh, We'll watch to see what happens. And unfortunately, uh, in the old days, you would have to wait for the media to do it. Well, Thanks to you, places like the Blaze Media and others are on the case, and we don't wait around for them anymore. Sponsor is Rectech. Oh, man. The, it is your duty to fill your entire neighborhood with the smell of delicious cooking meat and smoke. It is your duty. <sighs> That's probably why I'm not president of the United States today, because I would say things like that. Anyway, um, some kid is going to sniff in the air and somebody's going to say something like, wow, whatever they're cooking smells great. 
Too bad we're having boiled cabbage and Brussels sprouts for dinner, right, mother? Gee, why do you hate us so much, Dad? Why don't you have a wreck, Tech? Because you're a British orphan that just showed up in the house like a bad Disney movie. What are we going to buy stuff for you for? Hey, honey, let's get a wreck, Tech. That's the way the conversations are happening in neighborhoods all across the country where somebody has a rec tech. Follow rec tech on social media. Sign up for their newsletter. I mean, it'll grill. It'll cook. It'll smoke. It is delicious. It really is great. And you'll never ruin anything because of the smart grill technology. Visit rec tech with a Q dot com and AB compare whatever you're looking at for an outdoor grill or smoker or anything else. Make sure that you compare the Rectech. R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. That's R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. Ten seconds. Station ID. So, Stu, what do you think about the high-ranking Chinese defector that has uh, direct knowledge of several Chinese special weapons program that has come out. Now, this is according to uh, Red State, and I'm trying to remember the uh, other journalist that was involved in this, but a very credible journalist. They're the ones that are saying this, so we don't we don't know for sure. Uh, but I trust them a little bit more than I trust the mainstream media. But we'll see. What do you think about uh, this defense agency, uh, Chinese defense agency guy coming out? defecting and saying hey uh yeah it was it's part of a military project i mean it's another piece of evidence in this long uh chain i mean i think we've seen that the lab leak theory has gained a lot of uh uh prevalence here over the past few weeks an elevation of that theory is the game gate of function research theory but that's still a leak theory Mm -hmm. that's still a mistake theory uh an elevation of that is i don't think they did it intentionally Right. You don't think the release was was intentional. However, was it intentionally created to be this dual function uh, sort of argument? We've Mm -hmm. we've seen this with like Iran and the nuclear uh, plants. Yes, you can come up with Mm -hmm. with technology that will help you get energy. But if it also advances your research in nuclear weapon technology, that's a problem. Uh, Same thing here. Like, yes, there is an actual legitimate use of gain of function research. It's not necessarily a terrible idea in theory. No. The question is, can you control it if things go bad? Which obviously I don't think is you can. And secondarily, can you use it to get can you make to make biological weapons in the future? Yes. Um, By the way, what's shocking about this story is Christopher Ray, FBI director, was ambushed by this. He had no idea. This guy has been kept quiet by the director of uh, intelligence, the DIA, for a reason. I'll tell you about that coming up. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. Our sponsor this half hour is Timeshare Termination Team. Look, uh, there's a lot of things that are going on right now, and uh, you've got your eye on several balls. One of the things that you need to do is get your financial house in order, and if you happen to have a timeshare and you're not using it and you just can't ever get to what you were promised, et cetera, et cetera, you got to get out of it. Financial house cleaning right now. Get rid of the unwanted timeshare with timeshare termination team. Now, they can talk to you about the specifics of your timeshare uh, timeshare situation and create a step-by-step plan to get you out of it safely, 
legally and permanently. It's an all-in-house legal team, and they do all the heavy lifting for you, so you don't have to. Industry knowledge and the legal expertise that you need. 20% off the cost of their services right now for military veterans, active duty personnel, and their families. Mention Glenn Beck. Take advantage of it at 888-GET-YOU-OUT. 888-GET-YOU-OUT or timeshareterminationteam.com. New addition to Blaze TV, Jason Whitlock announced just today. He's going to be joining us coming up. You can get a subscription at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program. Uh, Stu Bergier, my executive producer and head writer, continues. Uh, he's back again. Uh, welcome back. We had just a couple of days of vacation. Is that what was going on there, Stu? Yeah, a long weekend. Did you have to do your... Time served. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Time served. Yes. Is that how it ended? Okay, Community good. service. Good. No big deal. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, welcome back. We missed you. Um, I, I'd love to hear your opinion on the Fauci Wuhan virus uh, thing, mainly uh, how the press has handled this. I think that's one of the big takeaways from this is that not only did the press lean against the lab theory, they continually called it a conspiracy theory. They threw people out of the public discourse for suggesting it was a possibility. Fact-checking organizations who should have the highest standards when it comes to this stuff came out and called it a conspiracy theory. And then later on say, well, wow, the lab leak theory suddenly has credibility. It didn't suddenly gain credibility in that time. It was credible the whole time. You just decided to go re- against it, and that's wrong. Do you remember when uh, Cass Sunstein came out and said, here's the way we fight the right? We mm. deem everything conspiracy. Yeah. Even if it turns out later to be true because the damage to their reputation will be done. Yeah. I mean, they banned This is what's happening right now. Yeah. They banned. They threw people mm-hmm. off social media over these claims. And like the fact checking organizations are perhaps the, the biggest offender here. All these places that, that tell you things are, are true or pants on fire or whatever should have the highest standards when trying to figure out if something is, is true or not. And I can understand, especially back in February and March, there is an in, uh, when these big incidents happen like this, there isn't a, a, a tendency for people to go down all sorts of roads. And you might have found a bunch of experts who thought by far the most likely scenario was a natural uh, passing from bat to pangolin to human or whatever it was. I mean, we saw that with SARS. We saw that with MERS. So it was somewhat it's it still is a rational possibility for how this happened that being said there's that's separate from that's separate from they intentionally released it that's a whole other line of investigation right and so it was you know people like tom cotton came out and said look here are some possibilities here they all need to be looked into i'm not saying i'm sold on any of them but like look at these these including the lab leak theory uh, and he was dismissed as a is a nut job conspiracy theorist and fact checked organizations called him that they called him that they called anybody who expressed that sort of opinion uh, in that way. And like, it's one thing to say, look, we th- we talked to a bunch of experts. We think the most likely scenario is a natural passing, but we cannot rule these other things out. Express your uncertainty. Don't you can't come to a def- definitive ruling over uh, an issue like this when you don't have evidence and then places but like they, Facebook use those definitive rulings to ban people and take away their businesses 
uh, when they're running an online content business. They will continue to do it. Mm. Have you heard the news on the bet? I bet you 90 percent of this audience has not heard this. Do you hear about the news on the uh, tear gas that Donald Trump used, uh, you know, because he wanted to walk over to that church? Oh, and I remember that. The Bible. Oh, remember yeah. That? yeah. He wanted to, yeah. it was for a photo yeah. op. He gassed the audience. It was like, right. it was like a Syrian chemical people. weapons attack. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And the president said, no, we, we didn't order any gas attack. Mm-hmm. It, it, it wasn't us. We did not do that. Oh, my gosh. What a liar he is. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently now uh, it has come out uh, that it was the uh, District of Columbia police that decided, and I think through the mayor's office, uh, to gas and get people uh, out of that square. They never said anything about it at the time. They never admitted it. Why? Why has it taken this long? And why didn't the media, when the president said something, oh, I know, because he's a little boy that cried wolf. That is not an excuse for not doing your job. It's not your excuse. If if you believe somebody is a horrible liar, oh, well, they're a horrible liar. But that doesn't mean that everything that they say isn't true. It means you got to take it with a grain of salt. But let's check into it. You know, for instance, there's a, a couple of stories that um, uh, come to mind that we have dealt with. One, George Bush knew about the World Trade Center, and he was part of the conspiracy, and he and Dick Cheney blew up World Trade Center, uh, World Trade Center number five, and steel doesn't melt. Okay. Well, at the time, we looked into it with um, uh, popular mechanics, and popular mechanics... Uh, did all of the research, and what do you say? Steel can melt. And they disproved much of that theory, if not, if not all of it. I shouldn't say all of it, because part of that theory is uh, George Bush knew. I don't think George Bush knew. I don't think he did. Did he help cover up because of things that Clintons and others had done in the past that they didn't want anybody to know? Well, yeah, why was Sandy Berger caught with uh, documents on 9-11 coming out of the National Archives, stuffing them in his underpants? We don't even know what those were. Now, they say, I don't believe that for a second. The National Archives didn't at least take a photo of those very important documents. There was nothing stating. It was just... A box on the shelf that said 9-11 documents. That's what it said? You didn't have a, a list of what was in there? Bullcrap. Bullcrap. Does that mean he planned it? No, of course not. That he planted some sort of explosive? No. Did people take advantage of that situation? Surely. Did people also uh, try to cover the trail of the things that they might have been doing that they didn't want anybody to know about? Yeah, absolutely they would. And absolutely they did. You know, when everybody wanted to say that Barack Obama was a birther, I remember Stu and I having a, a real conversation about this on whether or not we could even question that. Can we even question that? Because it would make you into a birther if you questioned. And if you if you did question and you found out that it was true, well, then you were a birther. If you uh, if you even talked about it in any way, the mainstream media would have your head. 
and we talked about is this true and can we question the answer of course was yes we can question and we came out and said the birth certificate thing is being used by obama it's not true same thing with q now does that mean that there's not some truth into some things that are being said yes the devil takes truth and mixes it with lies uh and that's you're going to see that more and more it's called disinformation but you have to be able to have the credibility to go in and do a deep dive and look into it don't just accept it and don't just say oh it's all crazy hoax no look into it what is really going on that's what our media is failing to do right now and the media has failed spectacularly they got they got so much wrong and we can prove that they got it wrong general purpose lockdowns did not prevent the spread of the virus or lower fatalities true that would be deemed a conspiracy theory just a few weeks ago or months ago yes there are drug therapies that dramatically lower disease severely and fatally much as the 90 95 percent lower overall fatality supported by fauci yes survivors do have a robust long-term immunity without a vaccine including both t-cell and antibody immunity my wife just had a blood test uh she was donating blood and so they you know test your blood and she came back and they are testing obviously for covid she had covid over a year ago and her blood is riddled with antibodies well gee uh i'm sure scientists know about this i'm sure the media if they had any inkling of some sort of curiosity might ask that well do you really need the covid uh, uh vaccine six months after you've had it eight months is anybody watching when people who had covid get it again are we seeing that happening and do we very trust rarely, the no. sources that are telling us that yeah very rarely uh it, it's it's happened and i think you know the more minor your case you're probably more likely uh to get it again but you, you guys had it in what was it december was it no i had it in december okay. they had it a, a year ago Oh, wow. about a year ago to the month um my the rest of my family did and they had it it was like a 36 hour bad flu for them i had it for a week and it affected me for two weeks i had a really hard bout of it so i mean do do i have to take the vaccine am i a risk no no i'm not should you follow the science actually follow the science but i'm not sure Stu, we're getting the science anymore because the science is the science is all part of the United States government and the United States government is nothing but political now. So who do you trust? Yeah, that's the problem. And this is this comes back, I think, so centrally to the media in this conversation the same way. You should not throw out everything Donald Trump said with, uh, because Donald Trump said it. If you're the media. You it's shouldn't the same throw thing, mainstream media. The same thing with science, too, right? Like, you don't just say, okay, Correct. well, this was wrong, so therefore I no longer believe scientists, right? Like, that's not a rational position. What's rational is to be able to look at this no, stuff the, and have it be treated honestly and fairly and in a sober fashion. 
and that and they're not it's just constant dr- it's it's a is a drunk binge and we keep hearing over and over again uh that things that we obviously know are true you, you don't need to wear masks outside everybody knows you don't need to wear masks outside even if you're not vaccinated and didn't have the virus you don't need to wear masks outside it never made any sense it was never true and they instead push that down your throat over and over again because they thought you as a as a uh, a peasant were were not going to be able to follow honest uh, information and so they lied over and over again Here's, on this stuff yeah over and over and they don't have any regret on any of it hunter biden no regret the gas attack no regret uh you can name a million things in covid no regret. Uh, yeah. How the, the problem here is, is if, if you make a mistake and you issue a correction and you make a big deal out of it on how many times they have been wrong just in the last year and have destroyed people's lives and reputations, they don't feel any responsibility to say, oops, which means there's no no willingness to change their behavior. It's only going to get worse for them. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, and we, we there was this clip that came out with Maggie Haberman from the New York Times uh, from I think it was a week or two ago where she said, you know, look, uh, the reason why people didn't really follow this was because, you know, Donald Trump and he had lied so much and people just didn't listen to him. And, and that was a it was a somewhat subtle way of saying that I'm summarizing. But let me give you a clip here, Glenn. This is from the Washington Post podcast. Listen to how direct this is. They're just telling you the reason they just t- said it was a conspiracy theory is because Donald Trump was saying it. If there's not a consensus within the intelligence community as to the origins of the coronavirus, then why was this theory dismissed at first? You could boil it down to Donald Trump. In the beginning of the outbreak, mm. former President Trump was very quick to point the finger at China as the source of the pandemic. But I think that he went farther and he wanted to attribute some kind of sinister motive to the government of China, whether it was simple negligence that maybe this thing was being experimented with in a lab and they let it get out, or that they deliberately may have tried to concoct this virus or create it and it got out that way. And this sort of idea that China was doing something secretive and nefarious or reckless behind the scenes was one of the first rhetorical devices that the president deployed to try and arguably deflect blame off of his own administration's response. Mm. And I think within the scientific community, within certain political circles, there was an almost immediate allergic reaction to this idea of the lab leak, in large part because Donald Trump was promoting it, or people around him and other conservatives were promoting it. I mean, that is an incredible admission. Unbelievable. Our sponsor this half hour is Rough Greens. I am so glad to have Rough Greens back in the house. Over the weekend, I ran out of Rough Greens, and uh, Uno would not eat. Would not eat. It was back to the same old, same old. You know, sometimes it's like if you're taking medicine and you you get off just to see, I don't need this anymore. And then all of a sudden you're blind again. You're like, whoa, (laughs) I guess I should take that medicine. Same thing with Rough Greens. He just, he would not eat. Um, just would roll the food around with his nose and then look at me. And it was a nightmare. Soon as we had rough greens back in the house, put it on top of the food and he wolfs it down again. It's not only good that he likes it. It's good for him as well. It's something that you put on the dog food. It's a supplement. 
Right now, you can get a free bag of Rough Greens just for your dog to try out. All you pay for is shipping. Go to Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash back, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash back, or call 833-GLEN-33, 833-GLEN-33, or RoughGreens.com slash back. You know, it's amazing about that audio clip from the Washington Post is that means that these uh, these reporters trusted China that killed 100 million, 50 to 100 million of its own citizens last century, trusted China more than Donald Trump. Currently, China has 320 verified camps for Uyghurs. According to escapees, these are places where torture, sterilizations and killings are commonplace. They believe a country that sides with Iran and North Korea, a country that killed protesters and hid it from the world at Tiananmen Square, who disappeared and killed the leaders of the pro-freedom movement in Hong Kong and then rolled in to squash the the, uh, freedom movement. Meanwhile, our press was too busy to mention it because they were trying to destroy anyone who said that that COVID-19 might have escaped from a Chinese laboratory. When they say, well, it's because of Donald Trump, what they're actually saying is, we believe the killers that run China more than Republicans or conservatives. This is the Glenn Beck Program.